We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. KCBS Radio. Original podcasts. 50 years ago. Hip-hop was born. at a party in the Bronx, specifically at 1520 Sedgwick Avenue on August 11, 1973. The father, DJ Cool Herc. He extended an instrumental beat on the turntable to allow people to hit the dance floor and break dance longer. And then he hit the mic and started to rap. A genre born from disco, funk, blues, and beyond, fueled by the plight exploited black and brown New Yorkers lived through at the time, it exploded out of the party scene, a world created in light of all the darkness. Over a decade later, hip-hop reached the West Coast. Now household names like Tupac, Too Short, Hieroglyphics, and E-40 took over the airwaves and tape decks across the Bay Area and the country. But none of that would be possible without the push and praise of the radio DJ. From KCBS Radio in San Francisco, I'm Mallory Somera, and this is Bay Current. Hip-hop has come a long way in 50 years, including the way it's promoted and delivered to the masses. From crate digging, to peddling tapes, to selling CDs at the trunk, to streaming, one venue has stayed constant through the years. The radio. Here in the Bay Area, if you listen to hip-hop, well, even if you don't, you know this radio DJ's name. He's been on the air here since the 80s and spun hip-hop records at 106 KML for 20 years. He's also the long-standing host of the California Music Channel. Hello, everybody. I'm Chewy Gomez uh, from 102 Jams. Uh, I've been in the market here in San Francisco for over 30 years. He's now a DJ on our sister station, 102 Jams, but for years, he was the one who broke the very artists whose throwbacks he now plays on the radio. They entrusted us with their music, which was a beautiful thing. I had a chance to speak with him about what it was like DJing during the golden era of hip-hop, how Bay Area rap differs from the rest of the country, and about the role Bay Area radio played in the history of hip-hop. I don't know if I've told you this, but like, you know, I was born and raised in Vallejo, grew up listening to KMEL. You were a constant voice, <laughs> you know, coming out of my speakers at home. Used to go home after school, watch some CMC, uh, either right before or after Sailor Moon. Like, and you always had like the local videos. You had the other videos, you know, from like the East Coast and whatnot. So you are 
Um, I mean, I'm sure I know that you've heard this many times. I've listened to like other interviews that you've done, but you're a Bay Area radio legend. Well, thank you. Thank you. And I mean, your time at KML was no joke. Um, I did 20 years there. So, I mean, yeah, it was a long spread. That's 20 years. When I think of KML, I think of Chewy Gomez. Awesome. But I mean, just to go back to the basics, what is hip hop to you? To me, it's, it's my whole childhood, you know, growing up. And first listening to, you know, uh, Rapper's Delight and uh, King Tim Third were two of my early records that I heard. Mm. They're kind of like, oh, my God. And then hearing the message by Grandmaster Flash and the Furious Five and then being able to play all the local stuff that I did when I was at KMEL. Um, it's just been, you know, all my life. Yeah. What is the Bay Area in regards to hip-hop? I mean, it's everything. I mean, to us here, we we take so much pride in our Bay Area music that to us, it's everything. You know, we love our East Coast music. We love L.A.'s music, but we love our Bay Area artists, and we support our Bay Area artists, you know, which is why the Bay Area has always been so strong within itself, maybe not on a national level, mm-hmm. but on, on a local level. You can still play an E-40 Captain Save them and still get the same reaction that you did, you know, 20 years ago, 30 years ago when it came out. Yeah. You know, I mean, I know that technically hip-hop didn't start in the Bay Area. I know no. that it started 50 years ago, you know, in New York City. And, you know, we know the, the, the background there. And I know that, you know, the Bay Area hip-hop scene didn't really start until a little bit later. But, I mean, that spirit was always here, right? Right, right. I mean, you know, everybody, if you ask anybody, and, and I've had this conversation with Too Short and uh, a couple other guys, and they're like, yo, no, we definitely listen to Scorpio and, mm-hmm. you know, The Message and, and, you know, Rapper's Delight. So we all knew that, you mm-hmm. know, we grew up on that. But you know, once we were able to, you know, pave our own lane and carve out our own niche, you know, it's kind of worked out for us. And, and, you know, the fact that the Bay Area supported it is is awesome. And this is straight from the horse's mouth. Yeah. You know what I appreciate about Bay Area Hip Hop real quick is that I feel like, you know, you have Too Short who has on record said that like maybe the the subject matter that he raps about isn't necessarily him, but he's playing a character. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's so strong here in the Bay Area. You know, you have um, uh, Humpty from uh, what, what's uh, Digital, Digital Underground. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you have this like cast of characters who aren't afraid to be a little weird, a little silly, you know, like uh, just to kind of like step out of that norm to step out of that box. Um, That's something that I really appreciate about like Bay area art and hip hop in general. Well, early on, it was funny because early on you could tell uh, who an artist was because of their sound, you know, because too short sounded nothing like Hyro who sounded nothing like, too short. Yeah. It sounded like nothing like E40 mm-hmm. or Rapping Forte or Spice One. They all had their own individual style. Yeah. Um. Now, with your being on the radio for since was it 1988? Is yeah, that right? about 87, 88. About yeah, right after high school, I was able to intern at KSOL, and uh, you know it was funny as an intern, we brought music to Marcos Gutierrez, hmm. uh, Tony Silva, and I, who were his interns. We would bring in like public enemy records or special ed records for him to put on the pump it or dump it uh, <laughs> segment of his program. So we were definitely in, in in the in the midst of things early on. Yeah. 
Now, what role does, I mean, I know that things are different now. You know, we have streaming services. We have the, you know, we had the blogs about 10 years ago. But radio and radio DJs played such an integral role in the development and in the history of hip-hop. Can you tell me why that relationship is so special? It was special because we were from the streets and we were with the artists and we were, for instance, uh, like I would I would see early Mac Dre mm. uh, in at the jungle at, at, at an event that rapping, uh, not rapping Forte, but JT the Bigger Figure was at. Mm-hmm. And from what I understand, Tupac was at some of these parties that we went to early on. I didn't really meet Tupac early on, but I know that he, him and I crossed paths mm-hmm. many a times. But um, like some of these artists, like it was like, you know, they 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 confided in you. They 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 brought their music to you. They, and they said, here, check out my new song. This is what we've been working on in the lab. You know, if there's any way y'all can get it in the mix shows or whatever, you know, give it a listen to. And, and they, you know, they, they entrusted us with their music, which was a beautiful thing. Yeah. And I mean, they would like come on and do interviews, right? And All the time. They were just so interactive and probably just really happy to get that radio play and mm-hmm. like the exposure, right? Right. Um, you know, as a as a radio DJ in the 90s, you know, spinning hip hop records, the 90s, early 90s, mid 90s, even late 90s being this golden era of hip hop. It had been around for a couple of decades. It had sort of found all of these different chapters of identity but you get to the 90s and Here you were around for like you said Tupac uh Digital Underground for Biggie for Hieroglyphics I mean what was that like what what's what's one of your favorite memories from being in the midst of all of this um at that time some of the parties the early parties like the Cream of B parties when when hip hop wasn't accepted in mainstream clubs and you had uh these like sort of underground parties the Five Foot Tongues, the Mr. Fives and stuff like that. You went to specific club nights. This was when Doc Martin was a hip-hop DJ before he became a house DJ. Mm. You know, you'd play at the at the firehouse and stuff like that. And, you know, you'd hear stuff like Chill Rob G, EPMD, <laughs> um, Special Ed. And those were some of the early awesome moments. We had a thing called the Gavin Convention that was held here in the Bay Area mm. where people would come from... Uh, everywhere to to showcase their music at, at these little showcases and then they'd have little off-spin club nights at uh, on Broadway or or at the um at the Union Hall or whatever and and these were memorable times cuz you know you got a chance to see early Red Man, Method Man, Wu-Tang in small spaces. Wow. Yeah. What is it about hip hop that sticks with people? I think uh, it still applies to back when that, you know, it, it identifies with with the young folks, mm. um, you know. So, I mean, it, it tells a story of what's happening. They're storytellers. So whether it's their personal life experience or they're telling what they see growing up in the inner cities or whatever, I mean, it resonates with people, mm-hmm. whether they live that inner city life or didn't. But it's like watching a movie. You know, you watch a movie for for the story. Yeah. So hip hop is the same thing. It's telling a story. Mm-hmm. 
and they and some artists just paint a picture so vividly that you can see yourself in that movie yourself. Hip-hop, you know, tells a story of, you know, things that have happened, you know, never seen a man cry till I seen a man die. Um, you know, that sort of stuff, mourn you till I join you. Um, you know, they tell stories that, that apply and, and, and in some way and somehow uh, these stories will, will resonate because that may have happened to you on a personal level. What makes Bay Area hip hop so different from everything oh, else? Oh, the sound. Most definitely the sound. You know, it's a little grittier. Um, uh, you know, a lot of the stuff was created in bedrooms and small studios and, and it's evident. Mm -hmm. um, but no, um, I think regardless, uh, we're, we're part of the movement regardless of whether we were from the West Coast or from the Bay Area. Because uh, we we are a movement uh, that has definitely carved its way into the 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 genre, mm -hmm. you know. So I mean, now you got like I said, uh, you know, folks like E Forty and Mac Dre, who people talk about as they do for Biggie and Jay Z. Mm -hmm. I lived in Chicago for a little bit, and sometimes I'd meet some folks, or I, you know, when I'm wearing my high row sweater out or whatever, and they would start to geek out about Bay Area hip-hop, about mm -hmm. E-40, about hieroglyphics, about Too Short. And it was really cool. It was like, okay, this is like, it, it's good to see that it hits not only close to home, but it, it reaches other people. Because I know that when the hyphy sort of commercial success sort of started to uh, decline in like 2008, you know, people were saying it was too... Um, it was like hyper local. It was like too regional. But like, what do you think? Uh, why do you think it's so important for a sound to be regional and to be so specific? That's to what a makes place? it so different. I mean, you know, I mean, when you listen to uh, somebody from Wu Tang or Method Man or Red Man or you know anybody from the East Coast, they drop where they're from and they tell you their story about how it was to be from Rockaway or from Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. And, you know, so, I mean, why can't we speak about, you know, cruising down Bancroft and, <laughs> you know, doing doing donuts in the East. Yeah. And, and, and ghost riding the whip. I mean, we're telling our story. Um, so, I mean, that's really all that belong uh, that happens. You Andre know, Nicotina rapping about being in the Fillmore. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, yeah. Andre Nicotina tell you. Yeah. Huge. It was such a huge moment in hip-hop history. The hyphy movement. I mean... When that was at its peak, you were still at KML, right? Right. I mean, what was that like for you? It was so full of energy and it brought so much uh, um, movement to to the Bay Area because the Bay Area was sort of, uh, I wouldn't say dead, but it was a little dormant. Yeah. And the hyphy movement was so crazy that L.A. almost embraced it as their own. And, uh, and then the movement uh, caught fire. Across and you know now we got folks like Little John producing some of the hyphy music. Some of the, the biggest hits were produced by Little John and 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 Rick Rock. You know, so so it was just an era where you were able to let loose and let your hair go and, and shake them dreads. Yeah, <laughs> as they say in the songs. <laughs> you know, it's just a fun fun time. Um, now you've gone from, I know that your roots are also in playing uh, throwback songs, right? So you've kind of, it's almost like you've gone full circle, right? Because you were playing throwback songs, you went to playing hip hop uh, records on the radio, and now you're at 102 Jams. And now the music that we once 
referred to as current uh, is now they're now throwbacks. <laughs> right. You know, so it's all you're, you've kind of made this like full circle moment. It is so funny to me because, you know, right now I'm playing the stuff that, that I help put on. You know, the yeah. stuff that I'm playing now on one or two jams is stuff that I broke when I was on KMEL, mm-hmm. whether it was Total, Mary J. Blige, or whether it was Rappin' Forte or Dale the Funky Homo Sapien. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't matter because all that stuff that I'm playing now resonates because I help make that a hit. That's really, that's a really special relationship. It is. Yeah. Is there, uh, just one or two quick things, is there like a year that stands out to you particularly uh, in music or in, oh, in hip-hop so music. <laughs> because because I've been doing this since right out of high school that all the years sort of, sort of morphed into one year. Mm-hmm. That, you know, uh, I don't know years in specifically, but I know that, you know, uh, uh, if we're talking about decades, probably uh, the 90s decade was probably the 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 best for me. Yeah. Why and is that? Music. Because it was so fun. Uh, you know, and I was at that age where I was 23, 24, 25, mm-hmm. going to the clubs and, and seeing these artists perform and meeting them. So not only were you playing these artists, but you were meeting them. So being in the same room with, with Biggie and having Ice Cube know who you are, mm-hmm. it just like was crazy because you as a fan would never envision yourself hanging out with Ice Cube and him actually saying, hey, Chewy, you know, <laughs> how you been? I, it's been about a year since I seen you. And it's like, whoa, what? <laughs> Do you remember your first, like your first big interview? Oh, that was that was my biggest geek interview yeah. because I was such a fan of Ice Cube. That's probably my geekiest interview <laughs> because I geeked out because he was my favorite, you know, and, yeah. and still continues to be one of my favorites. Yeah, definitely. Is there anything else that you wanted to to share or say about the about the history of hip hop and where we've where we've come, where we've you know come from? I just think that it's so beautiful, and like I've said in previous interviews, it's like hip hop is everywhere now. You know, you have folks like you know Miley Cyrus uh, <laughs> with Taylor Swift, and folks incorporating hip hop into their music, and 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 even you said even EDM house music yeah. has raps in them now. So it's incredible to see where hip hop has gone and where it's going. So there's really no no end in sight for hip hop it's just morphed into something new would you mind telling us about the hip hop made the bay concert that is coming up in a few months yep november 3rd is going down at the sap in san jose it's kind of a, a tribute concert that we've put together here uh for the folks in the bay area it includes ice cube bone thugs and harmony warren g the loonies mc magic uh, and it's going to be incredible. And uh, E40, E40, right? of course, Ooh. is one of the main headliners. And, and so, you know, it's just a way of of bringing those artists that you grew up on together on one stage for you to celebrate uh, the 50 years of hip hop. Special thanks to a personal radio hero of mine, Chewy Gomez, for taking the time to speak with me about a genre that's really important to me. Also, shout out to DJ Cool Herc and all the greats. You've made this life a good one to listen to. Bay Current is a production of KCBS Radio. I'm Mallory Samara. For more Bay Area stories, subscribe to Bay Current on the Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.